Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold podcast. Chris and Alan will be sharing unique and raw insight on what it takes to succeed. Both hosts are authors and businessmen and have been mentoring and consulting for their clients for over 50 years with their combined knowledge. So without further ado, we have an exciting show for you today. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. It's Christopher Cumby, and I'm here with my uh, co-host, Alan Witch, and we're very excited about uh, the episode today. And uh, again, bringing unique and raw insight on what it takes to succeed. Alan, you there? I'm here, Chris. How are you today? Oh, I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. Thanks for asking. And um, how are you? I'm doing great. Every day I get up and I can see the sun outside, I'm a happy guy. Awesome. That's uh, that's exciting. Now, Alan, uh, we've got a you know an incredible show ahead of us. I know that because of um, you know who's coming on and uh, just the power and the energy that he provides and you know the excitement and um, you know we're gonna we're gonna ask some tough questions today, uh, and I guarantee you you're gonna get some great stuff coming out of this gentleman. Alan, why don't you kick it off and uh, introduce our, our guest today? Okay, and I, I got to say, uh, to start off here, I'm pretty humbled to, uh, to even know, to know this guy. Um, his name's uh, Peter Turin, and he uh, is in, actually in the same, is an author, a co-author in the same book uh, that I was in, The Change. And it's, um, you know, I, I didn't know Peter prior to, uh, you know, prior to the, being an author in this book, and I didn't know anything about his company, but reached out to him because of the fact that we were co-authors, and we just seemed to hit it off, and I, I you know, I looked at his side, I looked at what he was doing, I looked at the kind of impression he's having on people, and the kind of vision, and the kind of clarity, and uh, the kind of support that he's giving to uh, to his audience, which is a, you know, a global audience, and I'm just, I am humbled to, to have him on our show today, so without further ado, um, Let's introduce Peter. Peter, are you there? Uh, you guys, you guys, you guys have put a huge smile on my face, and we haven't even started. <laughs> Welcome, Peter. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I, I'm blown away by technology. I'm just a simple person, and I'm here in Melbourne, Australia, and we're speaking to each other on the opposite sides of the of the world. How awesome is that? Awesome. Yeah, there's actually 18 hours of difference between us, even though we're talking to each other. <laughs> uh, look, I, I just love it. And, and, and in the introduction, I just can't get over the fact that you guys say such nice things about me. The only other person in the world that still says nice things about me is my mum. <laughs> well, you know, she's going to love you forever. Uh, she does. She does. Uh, this opportunity is magic. And... Uh, I, I too am very humbled and I appreciate more than you guys will ever know this opportunity to chat to you and isn't it amazing that it was a book, um, Al, you mentioned the change that brought us together but, but, but it was you really because you know you sent an email out and uh, I'm not, uh, interesting enough, even though I contributed a chapter to that book, um, I find writing difficult, as you already know, I'd much rather talk than write. And the, my spontaneous response to your email was just to get on the phone and give you a call. And that's where all this started. So you, you ought to be applauded. You were the catalyst for this, my friend. Well, I, thank you. That was very nice of you to say. And we, we got to talk about this phone call really quick because you picked up the phone and called me. And it was about dinner time on uh, my end. And I'm, I'm, I'm doing the math on my fingers. And I, I wish I had more than 10. And I'm going, he has to get up either 
really early in the morning, the middle of the night, to call me. And that that was impressive. I, I just thought that was awesome. You know, and there's so many people out there that go, you know what, there's a time difference. You know, even between on the East Coast and the West Coast of the U.S., they don't really want to do any business or talk or even negotiate or, or, or put any effort out. And so I was just really impressed that you were gung-ho to make a connection. I'm so glad you called that night. Uh, look, no, that's my pleasure. But, you know, that's just stuff isn't it and i think that people get railroaded and put those blockages and saying oh the time's not right so they don't make the call and for me i'm saying well you know let's focus on what we can do and what i can do is make this call and who knows there may be an opportunity that we'll do something really amazing together and and, and here we are you know then you introduced me to chris and again you know just the 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 energy and you know, one plus one plus one can equal something um, massive, and I think that that really is our intent: is that we get the chance to influence and impact on people around the world, um, so that you know, we can indeed be better tomorrow than we are today. And if we could bring that to life, um, I, that would give massive fulfilment to us, and hopefully to a lot of other people as well. Absolutely. Now, Peter, um, you know, you uh, have an interesting, uh, you know, background. And uh, certainly, uh, in the last little while, you've been uh, on a road show. Can you can you share with our audience, um, you know, again, what you've been up to? What 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 makes you tick? Wow, that's a that's a, a massive question, isn't it? What makes me tick? Um, well, let's go back. Let's go back a quantum leap. Firstly, you know, my background is. Um, I, I'm a pharmacist, believe it or not. Now, I'm not sure whether our model for pharmacy in Australia is the same as in America. You, know, you have drug stores. Um, we have pharmacies here in Australia. So um, I'm a pharmacist by profession. Um, I owned retail pharmacy, so we dispensed prescriptions, but we also had big retail uh, trade as well, um, cosmetic and skin care and perfumes like Christian Dior, Chanel, Lancome, Calvin Klein, uh, Estee Lauder Clinique, etc., so um, I was a retailer, pharmacist, and I owned retail stores, retail pharmacies in Australia for about 20 years, and we took on the big boys and knocked them off. I had small boutique businesses where we were so focused on, um, on creating environments that brought the best out in my people, and we discovered that doing that, my people impacted on my customers, and the outcome or the side effect of all of that was that we grew remarkable businesses. So I went from 20 years of... of um, operating retail pharmacies and one day woke up and decided um, that just maybe there's life outside those four walls and I, I started martial arts at the age of 36 and used that as a as a tool to create a business called Black Belt in Excellence. So my focus is on performance and creating environments that bring the best out in people all around the world. Um, that's a whirlwind snapshot and uh, today I, I get paid to talk most of my friends would pay me to shut up. So how good is that? <laughs> well, we certainly, uh, you know, love the story. And, you know, I'll listen to you all day long because uh, I know you've got a lot of wisdom, um, especially, you know, where you come from and what you've created and, you know, what you've endeavored on. You know, this must have been a, you know, a definite shift for you uh, to go from, you know, a retail, uh, you know, environment um, with a background in pharmacy um, to, you know, now speaking, um, you know, how did you bridge that gap? You know, it's, um, I, I, I was actually coaching junior Australian rules football. I was coaching little kids. My passion, I love children and uh, my life changed. Interestingly enough, my then six-year-old little boy 
um, who is now 30, by the way. We started martial arts together, and he begged me to coach his junior football team. And those two things alone changed my life. Um, in life, it's so easy to say no. You know, number of people that have an opportunity to coach a, a you know a, a football team or a basketball team or a baseball team, and the easy thing in life is to say no. And once you say no to something, um, the brain shuts down. That's the lazy person's easy way out. Because once I say no to something, I don't have to think about it anymore. And sometimes you have to challenge yourself and find a way to say yes. And um, I was blessed. I said yes to coaching his football team, and in effect, that changed my life. I was, um, and the messages to little kids around honesty and commitment and camaraderie and teamwork and excellence and leadership, I was then able to take that into the corporate world. I, I was given an opportunity to speak on stage and grabbed it, and it really went from there. And, and my business, Black Belt in Excellence, just evolved. You know, the initial talk was all about customer service because that's what I thought I knew. And today, really, I, I, I speak on performance excellence um, around teamwork, leadership, about being better tomorrow than we are today. You know, quality, consistency, uh, and and and, and I, I'm never, it never ceases to amaze me that the best people in the world um, are, are still focused on those things: quality, consistency, and being better tomorrow than they are today. You know, I was flown to Germany by the most successful chemical company um, on the planet to speak in front of their global leadership team. And, and the president of that company, um, he has never done martial arts, but he had this bee in his bonnet. He wanted to know, how do you take the, the concepts, the principles for martial arts into the business world? And we had the most extraordinary time together. And he wrote me, wrote me the most beautiful note afterwards thanking me. But it was much more about him and uh, just that he's already the best in the world but he doesn't sit still for a moment. Uh, complacency will never enter his headspace. He is absolutely better tomorrow than he is today. And I think that's a big part of what I, what, what I try and do and what I try and rub off onto other people. That's fantastic. I mean, you know, again, um, you know, the shift uh, from something that, you know, you had no idea uh, you know, is, is, is something that, you know, I know talk, talking to other, you know, successful people and, you know, go-getters that, you know, really want to make a difference is that they never really focused on how, um, you know, it really became the why. And it, it sounds like that was the case for yourself, Peter. I love it because, look, even going back to my pharmacy days, if I was employing a pharmacist and that pharmacist thought that he was there to dispense prescriptions, he really wasn't a fit for my team. But if he thought that he was there to help improve the health and well-being of people in our community and people who we love and people who we care about, uh -huh, then we've got something to talk about. That's, that's the person I want, somebody that really gets the fact that there's something, there's a bigger purpose there for all of us. And... You know, look, it, this might sound a little arrogant, and I don't mean it that way at all, but, you know, if you come to the table with me, I want you to be better when you leave the table than you were when you arrived at the table. And, you know, maybe I've got a couple of advantages over a lot of people now in this world. And advantage number one is that I've been on the planet a little bit longer, so therefore advantage number two, I've just got a couple of extra stories to tell. And, you know, if we can share those stories, and, and keep in mind, it's not about Peter's stories, it's about how you take those stories and bring them to life in your own life and who you share them with and, and the people who you love and who you care about, that you can enable them to really tap into those stories so that they too can be better tomorrow than they are today. And, and the other thing too, guys, is that, you know, if we, if we wait for everything to be perfect all the time, then we never get into the space. And um, you know, it's okay to feel awkward and it's okay to feel uncomfortable, 
but have the courage. You know, when I started martial arts at the age of 36, I was the oldest, the ugliest, the worst. I had no natural ability. I had played in a couple of Australian tennis teams that had toured overseas. So I, I loved sport and I was okay at it. But martial arts, I had no talent. Uh, but the beautiful thing is that junior football and, um, and martial arts has given me the most wonderful structure. And martial arts is a brilliant metaphor for life. You know, the big picture goal, a black belt. But remember, it's not necessarily a black belt in martial arts. It's a black belt in whatever you want your black belt to be in, whether it's to be the best partner, parent, father, mother, motor mechanic, business owner, leader, member of team, whatever that black belt is, and then to set those short-term and mid-term goals along the way and have a little bit of fun at the same time. It is okay to be successful and enjoy the ride. Yeah, I think what you're talking about, Peter, is fantastic. You know, most people skip right past you know, the nuts and bolts. And what you're talking about is nuts and bolts, and that's really what people uh, really want to know about because that's the relatability piece. And that's why people, you talked about the success you're having, that people are gravitated towards you, and you're, you've got an awesome personality, you've got an, an incredible amount of, amount of knowledge, but you're also approachable and relatable, and people like that. And they, they want to know about your scars and your bumps and your bruises. And, you know, I, and you talked a little bit about that, but I, you know, I, I got a question for you. Go for um, it. You know, throughout your your uh, growth and your development and, and your work prior to stage and then to stage, uh, you know, what was one of the, and this is, you know, this is where we're being transparent. What's one of your biggest failures, you know, and how did it make you feel at that time? What did it do to your life? And what's the biggest thing you learned from that? Wow. Um, my first foray into business was a partnership and am I allowed to use the word disaster? Um, I gave six years of my life to this gentleman and came out with less money than I'd put in six years earlier. Now, of course, there are two sides to every story and then there's probably the truth somewhere as well. But I was young and raw and naive and worked so incredibly hard and came out. Uh, my, my father, and I love my dad, said to me, Pete, when would you like me to ring your ex-partner and say thank you? And I thought my dad had seriously lost the plot. I said, Dad, where are you coming from? And he said to me, he said, because Pete, no business book could have ever taught you what you've learnt through this experience and how right he was. Um, I then went out and I bought my own business, my own pharmacy by myself, and that's when we took off. And that was the beginning of everything that I do today was that next foray into business, you know, and, you know, the, all the negatives and the failures along the way were just opportunities to come back and do it a little bit better next time around. And, and, and I've made lots of mistakes since then as well, but I'd like to tell you I've made some different ones. And... It's what we learn and how we grow along the way. But you can imagine, you know, as a young kid, uh, I uh, to be so far behind after six years of just working so, so, so hard, um, that was a difficult pill to swallow. But I had no idea at that stage that that's what was going to set me up for the next, for, you know, for the next exciting part of the journey that was uh, my, my very own pharmacy. Isn't that amazing, though? It's, it's the... Uh you know, not the crowns and not the keys to the city and not the big check and not the accolades. It's the real life scars, bumps and bruises that make us who we are. And that's really what 
the value we have to give. Uh, thanks for sharing that story. I, I think it's but, fantastic, but, and I think but, you know. But I'm so sorry to interrupt because I, I, I get excited. I get excited about it because you know you I can really read. Known that Peter, <laughs> <laughs> because you can read. You can read so much stuff, but it's the doing. You know, I say to people everywhere around the world, you know, good intentions won't get the job done. You, you actually have to do something, and sometimes you know the doing will, will, will as you say, will, will deliver scars and 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 will give you a, you know, a smack around the head. But it's how you come back from those, and you can let that get you down, or you can, you know, just take a big deep breath and say, "That's awesome! I've learned so much. Where to from here?" And again, don't allow awkward and uncomfortable to stop you from having the courage to get back into the game. But get back into the game because the the most exciting part of the journey is yet to come. I promise you. Yeah, isn't isn't that an amazing feeling to be able to to say those things and to see that light bulb go off in somebody's eyes and you know they're going to leave and they're going to actually activate and do something on that. I mean, to me, I, that's one of the greatest joys I have is seeing that what I call the light bulb effect. And I love uh, that and I would imagine that holds true for you too. Totally, and and I'm 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 forever humbled by people that you know today in my business, you know one of the things you know we use martial arts as a metaphor for life, and the biggest part of my life is you know is consulting the business and mentoring, and coming over to the states with you guys to work. That's the next part of this. I haven't told you about that yet, but you, you're on notice now, you guys. You're welcome. <laughs> but, but, but but I I'm um you know one of the things that we do is you know we smash things on stage and. Uh, I had a lady not so long ago, a middle-aged lady, and she came up on stage to break a wooden board, and she broke this piece of timber, and I got the most amazing hug, and she planted this huge kiss on my cheek, which I promise you is not normal, that everyone gives me big hugs and kisses me on stage, but we spoke about it afterwards, and she said to me that she had been married for about 35 years, and her husband had just left her for a much younger woman, and she'd gone through some ill health. And uh, not only did she not want to be in the conference room that day, but she didn't want to be on the planet that day. And wow. by breaking this piece of wood, um, she looked at me and she said to me, uh, this is a new beginning. This is a new beginning. And you can imagine the effect that had on me that, you know, we hugged again and there were tears, I won't lie to you, tears rolling down both of our cheeks. And to think that that one moment that for her to have the courage to stand up and to relaunch, and I've stayed communicated with this lady ever since, and she's an inspiring, beautiful human being. So we don't always know, and we need to have empathy for other people. We don't always know what's going on in other people's lives, but to, to, to be uh, able to listen and to hopefully deliver our message, but to genuinely care about people. There are too many people delivering messages that they... Um, don't actually do what they talk about or haven't done the things that they talk about. And that's a little frustrating sometimes. So if we can have that impact and really go shoulder to shoulder with people after the event, I think is where we can add enormous value. And I hope that we get the chance to do that together. Yeah, I think you're totally right. I think that's a, a big piece that's uh, been left out of uh, our industry. And when I talk about the industry, I'm talking about the industry of people helping people. And what that really means is it, it, it's easy to, to offer up 
you know, some some platitudes that I'm not putting down the industry at all. There's a lot of great content, a lot of great value and personalities out there that have helped millions of people. But you're right, it's the follow-up. It's what comes next. Is what can I leave here with? What's the one thing that I can leave here with that I can do to make my life better that I can, that I can always do and I can share with somebody else and make their life better in a realistic yeah, way? It. And I think that's what a lot of uh, a, a, a lot of opportunities are missing out on. Can I tell you, I think that you've nailed it because there's a massive difference, difference between being interested and being truly committed. I know lots of people who are interested in their health and well-being. I know lots of people who are interested in having better relationships with their partner or better relationships with people in the work environment. I know lots of people who are interested in traveling to somewhere in the world. But, but if, if I ask a conference room who is interested in their health and well-being, everybody puts their hand up. So then the challenge is tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., two sit-ups and two push-ups. Now that's easy to do, but it's also easy not to do. And people get to decide, it's your choice. And the beautiful thing about two sit-ups and two push-ups tomorrow is that it turns into three sit-ups and three push-ups the next day. And by the end of next week, maybe five. And by the following week, you've got your whole team doing it with you. And then before you start the day, everybody's on the floor doing their sit-ups and their push-ups and we're laughing and having fun with it. And it's not about sit-ups and push-ups. It's, it's, it, that's just symbolic for the little things that are easy to do but are easy not to do. And as we accumulate the things that are easy to do, we start to move massively and achieve huge, hugely in our lives. But it's the doing, and it's those small steps that we each need to take along the way. And once we start bringing along our teams, then it becomes so much more exciting. But I'll say it again, there's a massive difference between being interested and being committed. And I think that uh, you know, if we can get into that game, small steps, get excited, celebrate, for us to work closely with our people post the event, then I think that we're going to make an impact. And I think people get much, much more excited when they can see or, or have a sense of achievement. And that's, uh, you know, that's a really good point. And sorry, guys, I was just doing some push-ups and sit-ups, so I'm back into the <laughs> yep. conversation. We'll give our listeners time to do that, so we should take a big, deep breath while they all do them. Uh, just catching my breath now, but, um, you know, you make an interesting point, and, and I live by a philosophy that I, you know, that I learned uh, from my mentors when I was fairly young. You know, you walk as far as you can see, and you'll see further. And, you know, when you break down life a little bit like that, it doesn't seem so insurmountable, especially when you're on, you know, a new journey or something that, you know, is getting you out of your comfort zone, as you'd mentioned. And, you know, that's the exciting thing about life is when you actually venture out and you bump into some things and, you know, again, if it wasn't for me venturing, you know, a year and a half ago, um, I wouldn't be here right now in this moment because it would have been impossible for that to line up the way it did when I met Alan. And then, you know, a mere year and a half later, launching a podcast, having an extraordinary individual like yourself, Peter, share some incredible information. And I hope our listeners right now are, are really taking some great notes because, you know, I certainly am. I'm sitting here, you know, learning as I go because that's one of the things I committed to in life was to make sure that I was a student and I always remain a student and a humble student at that. I learned from absolutely everybody. And one of the biggest things in life is that I've learned and that I wrote about recently in my book that's going to be released really soon is that, you know, there's two fundamentals that I truly believe that if people embrace, they're going to create such abundance and prosperity in their lives. And that is just a simple, simple um, uh, concept. And, you know, again, learn, always be a student, 
and always embrace change. Those two things yeah. alone are what create. And you know, we look back on on the you know the giants that we stand on the shoulders of today, and we look back, and if they didn't, you know, embrace that themselves, and you know, go down the journey of change, what where would this world be today? Uh, Chris, you know, when you talk about change, it's interesting, isn't it? Because very often people are, are, are scared of that because they think that they might be worse off as a result of change. But when you say embrace it, I'm saying, yeah, absolutely. And just maybe we might be a whole lot better off as a result of that change. And how would that make you feel? You know, if you sort of sit back for a moment, take a big deep breath and, you know, close your eyes and just and just picture what that might look like. And I, I don't want our listeners to think of it. There's... You know, sometimes we look at these high achievers in the world and people think, oh, that can't possibly be me. And I'm saying, well, it can be. You know, there's so much routine in this world and what we don't get to see is a lot of remarkable, but it's not complicated to be remarkable. It's like even even going back to my retail days, um, if, if Mrs. Thompson's little boy Johnny had a tennis final on a Sunday, a member of my team would ring Mrs. Thompson on Monday morning and ask, how did little Johnny go? Now, a phone call, it's so easy to do. It's so easy not to do. But to Mrs. Thompson, just that sense of, oh, my gosh, I can't believe my local pharmacy rang to see how Johnny's tennis final went. Why would she shop anywhere else? So now she's out there telling her friends, you can't believe how awesome the young ladies are at Peter's Pharmacy, They and so on and so on. And it's accumulating these things that are easy to do starts to move you from routine to remarkable. And those changes can be subtle. Ask yourself three important questions. What do I need to do more? What do I need to do better? What do I need to do differently? You know, these are questions, these are everyday questions. And, and notice the question is, what do I need? Not, does, what, not, the, not um, what does somebody else need to do? This is about me. Look at me first. And get excited about this stuff. And I think that's part of the role. And, I, and your point about, about taking notes, Again, this is, I mean, this is very naughty of me to say this because this is very in the face of your listeners. But, but, but history and experience have shown me that if you write nothing, you will do nothing. I'll say what I said before. Good intentions will not get the job done. You actually have to do something. So if your big picture goal is to get fit and healthy this year, that's fabulous. But it's so grand that you tend not to get into the game. And that's where two sit-ups and two push-ups is so powerful. Make a start, run around, high-five everybody, chest bump, whoever you want to chest bump, but you're now in the game. And, 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 and be excited because, as I said, two turns into three turns into five. But it's making that start, having the courage, and moving you in the direction of the, of the big-picture goal that you've set for yourself. Wow. Wow. And, you know, you, you said it. And, um, you know, this is something that I teach, you know, writing and journaling and taking notes and being a student of your own life so that you can watch um, and, and create the things around, you know, around you based on, you know, what you see and what you, you know, again, can't see most importantly, because that's where faith comes in. But, you know, again, you know, this is fantastic, and I, I know we can talk all night. I can listen to you all night, and, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, when you get over here to the United States because we're going to put on a really great show, and we're going to put on a really great event. And, you know, all our listeners, um, you know, you, you have to be there because, uh, as you can hear, this is just on a, on a quick call. Uh, with Peter and his energy level, uh, you know, has certainly raised my heartbeat. And uh, I don't know, but Alan, how are you feeling? 
I I I have a pencil in each hand, and I have a pad on each side of my computer, and I'm just writing like I'll get out. If I can just jump in, you know, it's you know, one of the easy things is to you know we can get excited and then leave this you know all the great stuff behind. And you know, I'm I'm so privileged because I get to speak in all around Australia and um, travel around the world and. You know, so many people, you know, they get really excited inside a conference room and then leave all the great stuff behind. And, you know, that's, I, I remember going to an event in Melbourne at the Melbourne Convention Centre, and that's where I'm from, from Melbourne, Australia. And there was a gentleman that came storming out, and as one of the speakers had been on stage, and this speaker had been speaking about making a million dollars here and a million dollars there and driving fast cars and flying in helicopters. And this gentleman just made the comment if somebody would just show me how to make my first $20,000, then I'll work the rest out for myself. And if we can just pull it back and simplify and encourage, you know, our listeners and people who we love and who we care about to small steps, make a start. As I said, two sit-ups and two push-ups is not about sit-ups and push-ups. It's just symbolic for small steps. Get into the game, have the courage to do so, and then we're on our way. Then we'll work with our people to put structure. You know, the the metaphor that is martial arts is is a beautiful metaphor for life. In fact, the book that I wrote, which is called Be the Best You Can Be, the chapters are a white belt, yellow one stripe, yellow two stripe, yellow three stripe, etc., all the way through to black belt, because it's a wonderful structure that I think that people understand and can engage with. And I think that's very, very important. Fantastic point. Now, Peter, uh, you know, again, um, as we, you know, come to uh, a conclusion of, uh, of the show and, you know, certainly for everybody listening, we're going to, you know, have Peter on again because I, I think that um, you, 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 you can keep you can keep sharing so much information and uh, and helping people and you know I couldn't agree more. Um, you know this is maybe the first step, uh, as we can call it, uh, for you to come on and talk about some things and you know as we progress, um, you know share even more and and you know gain that momentum. Um, let me ask you a question and you know I'm always interested in uh, finding out you know especially high energy go getters and and people that are making big differences in people's lives. What what are some of your favorite quotes? You know, give me a success <laughs> quote that um, you know you get you get fired up, or, or you know maybe you have several. Uh, look, I love that question. Oh my gosh! Um, I, before I answer that question, I'm just going to make one comment though about you know you're talking about you know high energy people. Can I tell you too though that um, one of the things I pride myself on is massive preparation. Please don't think for a moment that. We don't do huge homework. You know, we go on stage in front of companies, and out of respect to those companies, uh, we we um, massive research and massive homework before we go on stage. So I just wanted to make that point. Yeah, thank but you. Um, when, we, when we when we when we when we talk about um, success quotes, can I tell you guys? I start every day of my life with an inspirational quote, and I put it on my LinkedIn, which my IT. Um, uh, guru, because I'm IT inept, uh, I talk, he does everything else, um, I, I find the quote that resonates with me and maybe resonates with the group of people that I've been working with that day or the day before, it goes on my LinkedIn, which is connected to my Twitter, and he's now set up a Facebook page, which is uh, connected to my Facebook page. Uh, the first quote, when I first started about 15 years ago, uh, what, it, what it is that I do today, was actually a Vince Lombardi quote, um, and and it's just stuck with me forever. The difference between a successful person and others is not a lack of strength, not a lack of knowledge, but rather a lack 
of will. And that was so important for me because I may not have had the strength or the knowledge at that point in time, but oh my gosh, I really wanted this. I wanted to get on stage. I wanted to speak. So that's resonated with me so, so, so heavily. But in, in the new edition of my, um, you're going to be sorry you asked me this question now, guys. In the new, in, 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 in the, in the new edition of, uh, of my book, a quote at the moment that I've been sharing with a lot of people that really is strong for me is a gentleman called Randy Pausch, who famously delivered the last lecture. And the quote is quite simply this, that the brick walls are there for a reason. The brick walls are not there to keep us out. The brick walls are there to give us a chance to show how badly we want something. You know, there, there are going to be obstacles and barriers that are going to present in front of people um, all the time. Uh, as you said rightfully, the change, change is a part of life, but don't ever allow those brick walls uh, to stop you from having a go. Uh, they are there really just to see how badly you want something, and if you want it enough, uh, we'll work out together how to bring it to life. And, and one, one other quote that I'm just going to chuck at you is Confucius, wherever you go, go with all your heart. So if you make up your mind to do something, roll those sleeves up and just get stuck into it. Have as much fun and be passionate about what it is that you're doing. Well, cheers to, do you, cheers do you, to you, that. Do you want me to keep going? <laughs> well, I think, uh, I think Alan has a, a question for you. Go for it, yeah, Alan. You know. <laughs> Got to put my pencil down. My fingers are bleeding here from writing so much. You know, we're, we're 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 talking about the you know some of the most important things and the things that uh, you know really make your life worthwhile. Um, what's the the one thing that you can say is the the biggest challenge that you've had to overcome? You know, it's I. Uh... Probably other, what other people have to say and think. We sometimes get so bogged down on, you know, when I first started martial arts, I started at the age of 36 and people said to me, uh, you know, why would you want to do that? And I said, well, why not? And I was told, for goodness sakes, Pete, at your age, you're 36. And I said, well, what am I supposed to do? Knit. You know, I'm 36. And, and people are, because they don't want to do it, they think you shouldn't want to do it. Or because they don't think they can do it, they don't think you should be able to do it. Or actually, they don't care enough about you in the first place to encourage you or inspire you to get into the game. But you see, I'd come off the back of one of the pharmacies that I'd bought and the main business that I bought, people told me, whatever you do, don't buy that business. You know, there are six pharmacies in one tiny retail strip in Melbourne. The two F words I used to hear all the time. If you buy that business, you will be a fool. And if you are foolish enough to buy that business, you will fail. And that's all I heard was fool, fail, fool, fail. And thank goodness I didn't listen to those people. And I looked, that was after that failed partnership. And so I, I, I bought that business and had the courage of, of my conviction. And, and, and of course I worked hard. Uh, surrounded myself with wonderful, wonderful people, a family who I love and care about, who I had massive support from. But I think if we spend too much time dwelling on what other people say, what other people think, then we won't get into the game and won't give our, our, our ch ourselves a chance to be truly brilliant at what it is that we want to be brilliant at. Does that, does, does that, does that to some way answer your question, Al? 
Yeah, it does. Thank you for elaborating because most people don't do that. They tell you the one thing, but they don't tell you the why, and uh, they don't tell you the you know some of the the heartache and the challenge and the blood and the sweat and the tears that went into it. So thank you so much for saying but, that. But, but, but there are still challenges. You know, I, I've got people that you know when, I, when then when I first wanted to speak for a living, those same people that told me not to buy that pharmacy and then not to sell that pharmacy, I had those same people looking at me saying to me, "Well, who would want to listen to you talk?" And I thought, you know what, I've actually heard your negativity before. I'm not going to focus on that. For me, that's what I want to do, and I'm going to, I'm going to launch into it. I'm just, I've been coaching, as I said, junior Australian rules football, and I found that every Sunday I had more and more mums and dads and grandmas and grandpas coming to listen to me talk to their kids. It was like being on stage every Sunday, and I was coaching junior football. And as you can imagine, I was an ego completely out of control. I loved it every day, every Sunday. I had, I had an audience. And so I, I think I've moved on from listening to too many other people. Of course you listen, but, but have faith, you know, and surround yourself with people who genuinely, they care about you and you about them. Be a source of inspiration um, and just maybe you'll be inspired by what's going on around you as well. Well, super. I want to elaborate on that one, one with one more question. I know we're kind of getting short on time, but I, I think this is uh, important. And I know you've talked a little bit about this throughout the uh, conversation here. But we, you know, we've talked about, you know, what do we leave people with, and what's the one thing they can take away? And I, and I guess from our time today, what's one thing you'd like to leave this audience with? Well, one thing, you know, there's a. I love it. As you can see, for you. <laughs> I, I get so excited about this because you asked me about one thing, but absolutely, I want people to, to to really stop and think now about what their one thing is, and for me to choose easy to do as opposed to easy not to do. So those people that do want to get fitter and healthier moving forward, get down and do your two sit-ups and two push-ups. Those people that want to improve the relationship with somebody who you love and who you care about, go and put your arm around them and give somebody a hug. Just that one thing that's going to push you in the direction of your goals. I'll say it again. Easy to do, easy not to do, it's your choice. And the great thing about this is that, you know, even and I, look, I'm, I'm sort of going into selling mode, but I don't mean to. I'd love to gift your listeners, you know, by even if they go to my website, peterturin.com, and they can get, you know, five videos to try and help maintain the, me the momentum from today. Um, and that's a gift from us to, to, to your listeners that uh, each day for the next five working days that they can receive an inspirational video. It's just me talking to them for two or three minutes that may um, enable um, that momentum to, to keep pushing forward. But if you ask me that one thing, that one thing is all, this, all our messages are intertwined. You know, the difference between being interested and being committed, but to focus on easy to do as opposed to easy not to do. That one step, small step that's going to push you in the direction of your big picture goal. And then our time today will have been um, massively well spent. Perfect, Peter. Well said. Well said, my friend. Thank, uh, you. thank you. Thank you, um, Peter. Um, you know, again, such a pleasure. And uh, Alan, always, um, you know, exciting when, you know, we get on and we are able to, you know, have these in-depth conversations as well as, you know, again, I'm pretty inspired. Um, you know, I now know that it just, again, takes a couple of sit-ups, a couple of push-ups to use your uh, analogy, uh, Peter. To, to go out there and just create something, you know, knowing that you can just keep doing the same thing 
um, you know, improve every day. And, you know, don't worry about how you're going to get there. Just know that you want to get there and why you want to get there. And that's one of the, uh, you know, messages that, uh, you know, I certainly took away from, you know, this call. And, you know, again... But, but Chris, can I, Chris, can I just add to that as well? And, and to ask powerful questions. I mean, there are times when we, there are times when we do get... We are super challenged. And, you know, questions like, you know, well, what new skills do I need? What new knowledge will I need? Who else do I need on my team? There are days when you just want to go for that walk around the block, but you need to go with someone else. You know, there are days when you really, there's a, there are blockages. So make that one phone call to Alan, to Chris, you know, that they maybe can share some light, some wisdom from their learnings that, you know, that you can um, impact on your listeners and people who you want to help along the way. You know, but but again, it's it's that difference between being interested in bringing about your goals or being truly committed. And if you're committed, you will find a way. So I, I think we're in this together, guys. We're truly in this together. Fantastic, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, Peter, you know, again, for our listeners, um, you know, just as we wrap up, how do. Uh, how do our listeners get a, you know in in touch with you? How do how do they follow you? Where where should they go? What's the what's the what's the best place to uh, to to, uh, look, to uh, thank uh, thank you. Look look, my website is Peter Turin p e t e r t h u r i n dot com. Um, most of the information is there. Where they want to tap into the videos, you know, look at the books. I mean. But, you know, I'm coming to the States with you guys. Um, as I said to you before, you're on notice. I'm, I'm just going to come back. I'm going to come flying through the front door of each of your offices, and we're going on tour around the States together. You know, I'd love to work with your listeners uh, moving forward and to really challenge them and go with them shoulder to shoulder to enable them to be better tomorrow than they are today. Uh, but for me, you know, peterturin.com, and they can always contact me and, uh, I will absolutely communicate back with your listeners um, if they're good enough to get in touch with me. Well, that you heard it here. We're on notice, and uh, you know, Peter, thank <laughs> you so much. We appreciate you know your knowledge, your wisdom, uh, the opportunity for you to share with uh, with the folks that uh, tuned in today, and for the people that are going to be tuning in tomorrow. Uh, Alan, always a pleasure. As we sign Likewise. off, thank you very much, gentlemen. Yes. Keep being great. Thank you, guys. I appreciate everything, and, and Peter, you have uh, yourself a great day that in, in Australia. Chris, it's been an absolute honor and a privilege, and I know that uh, this is your inaugural, and I am so deeply flattered that you're sharing this with me. So to you two guys, I hope you can feel the hug, and a massive thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. All right, Hey, gentlemen. Peter, thanks for opening that email. <laughs> All the best, guys. Keep well. All right. You too. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.